This is a meeting of the Recreation and Park Commission. Would the secretary please call the roll? Commissioner Buell? Here. Commissioner Anderson? Here. Commissioner Halsey? Here. Commissioner Jupiter Jones? Here. Commissioner Louie? Here. And Commissioner Griffin and Commissioner Mazzola have excused absences. The San Francisco Recreation and Park Commission acknowledges that we occupy the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatish Ohlone peoples who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. We honor the Ramatish Ohlone peoples <clears throat> for their enduring commitment to Mother Earth. As the indigenous protectors of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatish Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As stewards of park land, we recognize our duty to honor the Ohlone through thoughtful and informed preservation and interpretation of ancestral land. As uninvited guests, we affirm their sovereign rights as First Peoples and wish to pay our respects to the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatish community. Good morning and welcome to the Recreation and Park Commission this Thursday, May 19, 2022. This meeting is being held in hybrid format, which means it is occurring in person in City Hall Room 416, but there are also options to participate remotely. Members of the public who are joining us in Room 416 must be seated at all times unless you are providing public comment or, or speak, sorry, unless you are speaking during public comment. If there are, sorry. Before we begin, I would like to remind all individuals present and attending this meeting in person today that all health and safety protocols and building rules must be adhered to at all times. Currently, masks are strongly recommended but not required in hearing rooms. We appreciate your cooperation with these important rules and requirements in the interest of everyone's health and safety. Please also note that hand sanitizer stations are available throughout the building and at each elevator and masks are available upon request at any of the city hall entrances. Public comment will be available on each item on the agenda. Each speaker will be allowed two minutes to speak. Comments or opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available via phone by calling 415-665-0001 and the access code is 2497-473-3787. When you hear the agenda item you would like to comment on call, dial star 3 to be added to the queue to speak. You will be lined up in the system in the order you dial star 3. While you are waiting, the system will be silent. The system will notify you when you are in line and waiting. All callers will remain on mute until their line is open. Everyone must account for the time delays and speaking discrepancies between live coverage and streaming. Alternatively, you may submit public comment in either of the following ways, by emailing recpark.commission at sfgov.org. If you submit public comment via email, it will be included in the legislative file as part of the matter. Written comments may also be sent via the U.S. Postal Service to San Francisco Recreation and Park Commission 501 Stanyan Street, San Francisco, California, 94117. Please note that this meeting is being recorded. We are now on items, item two, continuation of remote meetings. Uh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> and we just have to do this one every month. Which, would you like public comment or would you like a vote or would you? Well, do you want to briefly explain what it is or do you want me to? Remote meetings? Yeah. You please do. Okay. <laughs> so this is something we adopt every 30 days to allow um, the continuation of remote meetings, which we're having committee and also a hybrid version of this meeting. Um, and so this is just standard every month. Does anyone in the room want to speak on item two for public comment? Okay. Does anyone on the line have their hand raised for item two? Okay, no. 
then public comment is closed. And we are now on item three, President's do we need report. To vote? Do we need to vote on oh, that? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'd like to Thank move you. that we continue Thank remote you. meetings pursuant to AB 361. I'll second that. It's been moved and seconded. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. So moved. Thank you. We're now on item three, President's report. Thank you very much. Um, I'm going to uh, pass this report to Vice President Anderson. Before I do that, though, I want to take uh, personal privilege in welcoming Robert Watkins to our meeting today. And you'll hear a little bit more about that from the general manager. With that, Commissioner Anderson. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for being here. My um, report has something to do with Camp Mather. Um, I believe staff are up there now preparing. I'm very excited that it seems that we will have an opportunity for a full and robust season as, at Camp Mather. A lot of you may recall that uh, we've been troubled by pandemic, but even before that, fires. So I am looking forward to having everybody come back and have a chance to play and relax and be together in family and community. Um, two um, other special staff members there are Neil Fay who I think is about to celebrate his 95th birthday. Um, he is one of our naturalists on staff there, as well as my good friend, Tom Graham. And a couple of years ago, or maybe four years ago now, um, I went on a walk and talk with Neil and Tom, and we went up into the Hetch Hetchy area, which is, um, you know, Camp Mather, was basically the work camp for the people that built Hetch Hetchy so that we could have this amazing water reservoir. San Francisco, I think, has the greatest water in the world, and that's because of their efforts. Um, so we went on a walk and talk to um, Pupinot Dome, and we went up on a ridge where we could see the rim and look down in the valley. And Neil Fay explained how the movement of the glaciers created the valley and left behind rocks called erratics. And I just love this idea of erratics. Um, and of course, the area has redwood trees. And I was reflecting on this, um, this experience that we had with Neil and Tom and how special Hetch Hetchy is and the Camp Mather family camp. And I was inspired to write a poem called Simpervirens, which means forever alive or evergreen. And I asked President Buell if I could read this. He also is a poet, as you all know. And I'm sure this can't, handle, can't hold a candle to his body of work, but <laughs> I would like to read this because I got some good feedback on it, so. Simpervirens. And a million years later, I kick the granite rocks with my boot, and they bounce off you like rain off asphalt. You once stood up on that scraggly ridge, a sentinel for gray-white masses hobbling along on ancient meltwater, carving out the valley below. I have known you since before I was known, craning my neck to see the top end of your rusty armor, the scent of your needles like pepper, ginger, and coriander in my nose and throat. But today, you are fallen, not like the snow that dances down, not like the hawk feather that sways here than there, not like the leaves that tack and jib, beating their course to the bottom. You are fallen upward to the upside down, 
reflecting into the reflection, what echoed back from the residue of the ancient meltwater. And your hardness has softened, and your solid spaces have fallen away, becoming sky, becoming wind. All around where you lay, chartreuse seedlings prepared to embrace await your signal. They don't yet know what you know, that Earth's heart beats blood to the surface, that river cools it, that glacier presses and compresses and moves it, leaving fields of granite rocks. And a million years later, I kick them with my boot as I bounce off of you. The end. And Neil, indeed, will be 95 on May 26th. And I dedicate this to Neil. Thank you very much, Commissioner. <laughs> Far better than anything I've ever written, I might add. <laughs> With that, that concludes the President and Vice President's report. Okay. Is there any public comment on this item in Room 416? Okay. And do we have any raised hands on the WebEx? I don't believe so. Okay, so public comment is now closed. We are now on item four, the general manager's report. Good morning, commissioners. This will not be in rhyme or nearly as creative, but <laughs> here is uh, this month's general manager's report. Uh, May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month when we highlight the history and contributions of our Asian community and their impacts on our parks. AAPI Heritage Month has been especially poignant in the past couple of years as Asian communities across the country continue to endure a rise in unprovoked incidents of violence and, and, and hate. At Rec and Park, we celebrate our staff, from gardeners to custodians to rec professionals, and our administrative team who are dedicated to providing clean, beautiful parks and quality programs to our residents, and our commissioners. Parks like Victoria <coughs> Manolo Draves and Soma, Palega Recreation Center in the Portola neighborhood, and Willie Woo Woo Wong Playground and Betty Ann Ong Rec Center pay special tribute to local heroes, and I think we're going to be hearing a little bit more about that today. Um, so I just wanted to say uh, to all of our staff, happy AAPI um, month, and we see you and appreciate you and um, uh, are very grateful for your service and contribution to our parks. Uh, I want to thank everyone who joined us at Skate and Place in Golden Gate Park on May 7th including Commissioners Griffin and Hallisey as we celebrated the new permanent car-free JFK promenade in the park. On April 26th, the Board of Supervisors approved uh, Mayor Breed's legislation to ensure JFK Drive remains vehicle-free permanently and green-lighted more than 40 improvements to make the park easier to access for seniors, the disability community, and those who live further away. The May 7th event included a ceremonial legislation signing with the mayor, free family-friendly activities, food trucks, an open invitation to all to come out and bike and roll and stroll along the new JFK promenade. It was quite a party uh, and a very, 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 very happy day. And it really did feel like uh, the, the goal of, of, of the whole endeavor was to try to foster and create more community. And uh, if uh, the signing ceremony was any indication uh, we're, we're well on our way to doing that, and I want to give a big shout out to, uh, to Sarah Madland uh, in particular for her work, not just on the policy initiative, but also on, to her and her team for organizing such a fabulous event to celebrate. 
Uh, special thanks as well to Commissioners Anderson, Griffin, Hallisey, and Louie for joining us on April 27th to celebrate the opening of Francisco Park, the new four and a half acre park consisting of panoramic views, community gardens, and open space for residents and visitors is the largest public park to open in the city's urban core since 1983. Some would argue the entire city is an urban core, but I will leave that to others to judge exactly what I mean by that. But it is a very, very uh, large park. Uh, I think it means except for the Presidio is what it, I think it means. Um, but anyway, it was, it's really fantastic. The park's transformation from a former reservoir was primarily made possible by a partnership with the nonprofit Francisco Parks Conservancy. Neighborhood residents raised $27.5 million for the park's construction and maintenance after Rec and Park purchased the land uh, for $9.9 million from the Public Utilities Commission in 2014. I do want to thank uh, this commission for its role in guiding our acquisition policy. You can see, and I'm sure there will be others that will come uh, before this body and some of our newer commissioners, uh, just how important of a decision that is as we think about what our park system looks like in the next hundred years. Um, more good news. This is really a good news report. Uh, Mayor uh, Breed last week announced the allocation of $3.9 million in federal funding to renovate the Buchanan Street Mall, which stretches five consecutive blocks between Eddy and Grove Streets in the Western Edition neighborhood. The funding comes from the Outdoor Recreation Legacy Partnership Program administered through the National Park Service, advocated by the Mayors for Parks Coalition, the City Parks Alliance, and the National Recreation and Park Association, of which uh, Rec and Park uh, is, are active members of both of those advocacy organizations, and I sit on the board of the City Parks Alliance. Um, with the allocation of these funds, the improvement project is now fully funded. Construction will begin on the first three blocks in the spring of 2023, with construction on the remaining two blocks beginning in the summer of 2024. The vision for the Buchanan Street Mall project developed through an ongoing partnership with the community since 2014 and with the help and support of the Trust for Public Land is to create a vibrant, safe, and equitable gathering space that encourages interaction with people of all ages. Uh, as I mentioned, the project is a partnership with the Trust for Public Land, uh, Citizen Film, the Exploratorium Studio for Public Spaces, the San Francisco Parks Alliance, and most importantly, uh, the Buchanan Mall community. A special thanks as well to State Senator Scott Weiner for helping to secure funding, uh, additional funding for this project. Uh, this Saturday, the bugs are back live at the Randall Museum. Uh, check out this incredible extravaganza of insects uh, at the Randall Museum's popular Bug Day event this Saturday, May 21st, celebrating everything insect with free hands-on science and art activities, games, live music, <laughs> movies, and more. Join in the insect-inspired fun and learn how important these little creatures are to the earth and to our survival here. And, uh, and to our efforts at promoting biodiversity, kids and their families can make their own fabulous bug-related crafts to take home, see and touch live exotic insects, take a scientific uh, look at insects through the microscopes, compete in the insect Olympics, and perhaps even eat a bug or two. <laughs> now, I don't mean to bug you, but please bring your aunt to this event. The San Francisco Beekeepers Association will have a hive of live honeybees on display. Kids can watch beekeepers at work and learn about these amazing pollinators. 
Uh, plus, there will be a honey collected from hives all over the city and other Bee Made products for sale. More info can be had at sfrecpark.org or randallmuseum.org. Also on Saturday, which is a very busy day uh, in our parks, you can join community partners for the next Sankofa Makers Market. Uh, that is, again, this Saturday, May 21st. This is a program related to our India Basin Equitable Development Planning Initiative, and it will take place at India Basin Shoreline Park from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. This quarterly outdoor market features local BIPOC-run businesses from the Bayview Hunters Point community. You can stop, bo stop, stop, stop by and enjoy games, food, and more. In conjunction with the market, there will also be a community day of healing from noon to 4 that will connect attendees with community resources and feature a sound healer at 2 p.m. Uh, as I mentioned, this event is a product of the India Basin Waterfront Park Project's Equitable Development Plan, which, as you know, is the guiding document with the goal of delivering a park designed by and for and with the Bayview-Hunters Point community. Next month, the National AIDS Memorial will mark the 35th anniversary of the AIDS Memorial Quilt with a historic outdoor display in Golden Gate Park that will feature nearly 3,000 hand-stitched panels of the quilt the free public event will take place June 11th and 12th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. each day in Robin Williams Meadow. An opening ceremony and traditional quilt unfolding will start at 9.30 in the morning on the 11th, followed by the continuous reading of names of lives lost to AIDS allowed by volunteers, dignitaries, and the public on both days. Then there will be a closing ceremony at 4 p.m. on Sunday the 12th, where newly made panels will be presented to be added to the quilt. The two-day 35th anniversary event presented by Gilead Sciences will feature 350 12-foot by 12-foot blocks of the quilt laid out on the ground, each consisting of eight 3-foot by 6-foot individually sewn panels that honor and remember the names and stories of loved ones lost to AIDS. If you haven't seen this, this is really uh, just a beautiful, remarkable uh, thing We were fortunate and blessed to have a few of these panels out at um, uh, May 7th at the Skating Place for the signing of uh, the JFK legislation, uh, and it is really inspiring, and, you know, people continue to make panels, so this is a, 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 a living, uh, growing quilt that is just extraordinary. The display is actually going to be the largest anywhere in over a decade and the largest ever in San Francisco history. So this is a big deal. More information can be found at AIDSmemorial.org. Uh, moving on, we're also excited to share a number of upcoming events and performances at the recently renovated Jerry Garcia Amphitheater in McLaren Park. The first show will take place this Saturday, May 21st, from 2 to 3.30 p.m. and feature the San Francisco Girls Chorus for its season-ending show. Other concerts in the series will include a tribute to Miles Davis and John Coltrane on May 28th, a Juneteenth festival on June 18th, Jerry Day on August 13th, and then Shakespeare in the Park in September, and Sundown Cinema in October. A complete list of events at the amphitheater can be found on our website at sfrecpark.org. And just to link the dots from east to west and north to south, uh, our uh, Jerry Garcia Amphitheater concert series parallels uh, our continuing concert series at uh, the uh, Banchel in the Music Concourse, uh, the Lift Every Voice uh, music series, which has uh, music on Wednesdays, 
Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, all free concerts. Um, so this is a, a really uh, special time in our parks, and we're really, really pleased and proud to be activating uh, all of our, our event venues with free events, such as the Stern Grove Festival. This highly anticipated re return of the Stern Grove Festival free concert series kicks off next month. This summer's list of performers includes Tower of Power, Too Short, Liz Fair, Leanne Rimes, my favorite, Taj Mahal, and Phil Lesh and friends at the Big Picnic event on August 14th. Um, we have all had to work very, 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 very hard to get the Grove back into shape following uh, this uh, little flood we had at the end of last season. And so our, our deep appreciation to the Stern Grove Foundation uh, and to all of the Rec and Park staff uh, and the PUC staff that has worked to uh, put Stern Grove back together again. Uh, we're very excited to welcome people back into the Grove. More information can be had at sterngrove.org. All right, last but not least, we have, as you uh, highlighted, President Buell, a very special recognition today it is Robert Watkins Day. Uh, Robert, come on up. Robert, oh, I'm going to get sad. Robert. I didn't sign off on this. <laughs> Robert has been the Park Service Manager for Area 3 for a long time, and he is retiring at the end of the week after 40 years of city service, 38 of them working for this department, 13 of them with me, and today is also Robert's birthday. Wow. <laughs> he has managed what we call Park Service Area 3 for nearly 10 years. This encompasses much of the southeast portions of the city, including 25 parks from Bayview to the Excelsior, and also includes uh, McLaren Park and the Jerry Garcia Amphitheater, which we just discussed. It also includes the India Basin area, which we discussed. Uh, this has included the oversight of uh, uh, approximately 40 staff deployed in three park maintenance work units, a custodial team, and a relatively new environmental services unit. The area includes a wide array of parks with some of the highest concentration of athletic and recreational facilities in the city. Key parks include McLaren, Crocker Amazon, Hilltop, Bayview Playground, Palaga Rec Center, Cayuga Playground, Excelsior Playground, and many more. And it was just interesting for me as I was working through the general manager's report how many parks that I highlighted that were relevant uh, to today's report that are actually in Robert's section. Robert has overseen tremendous positive change in his parks and facilities over his time as manager. He's worked with the Capital Division to implement a wide range of projects from Hilltop to McLaren and has worked on the plans for key upcoming projects such as India Basin. As importantly, if not more, he's just been such a great ambassador uh, who has built strong relationships with the community. Uh, for many years, Robert and his team have been leaders on the Parks and Open Space team and community collaborations and managing volunteer, volunteer <laughs> work events in, in his parks, their ongoing collaboration with Habitat for Humanity, for example, and hosting other large volunteer groups has been an important part of the development and improvement of the parks. For many years, uh, Park Service Area 3 hosted the most volunteer hours of any park service area. And by the way, that takes work. 
uh, that takes real commitment and a willingness to kind of step out of your comfort zone and host all of these volunteer events, you know, which are on top of your regular work. Robert has been a strong department advocate for bringing improvement to parks in the southeast. He has been a true champion of, of uh, our, our equity work, and I'm going to say a little bit more about that in a second. Uh, during COVID, Robert's team of custodians and gardeners exemplified the notion of the essential worker uh, providing clean and safe parks and facilities for the public. Uh, Robert and his team showed up every day. It didn't matter that his, you know, his team uh, was dealing with their own health concerns, having to manage their family's issues, all the anxi anxieties that came with COVID. Uh, because of Robert's leadership and his character and integrity, uh, you know, Robert has built so much trust within his team uh, that everybody just kept coming to work, uh, which is why our parks were there for people when, when they were needed most. He's built a very strong supervisory team and staff, many of whom are here today, who have improved maintenance and stewardship of the parks and Park Service Area 3, and they're going to continue to be part of, of Robert's legacy. He has some additional highlights of which he's particularly proud. Uh, uh, be, he began a training or boot camp for new gardeners. He established a program through the Neighborhood Green Project to train and hire new gardeners from the Bayview-Hunters Point neighborhood. Uh, and the kernel of that program has been built into the India Basin Equitable Development Plan where we are going to be reserving spots in the apprenticeship program for Bayview residents. And if they successfully complete them, they will come back and work in Park Service Area 3 and India Basin. Uh, I like this one. He introduced tra chainsaw training for existing and new gardeners and enthusiastic general managers. <laughs> it was one of my favorite days in 13 years when Robert gave me the keys to the chainsaw. <laughs> then he was none too happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was an original member of the Synthetic Field Task Force after we were blessed with our well over $50 million public-private partnership that built all these new synthetic athletic fields. We actually have to take care of them. And so we needed to train a new crew in how to do that. And Robert leaned into that assignment and has done it extraordinarily well. Uh, we are told that in his retirement, uh, Robert plans to travel. He's going to volunteer with Habitat for Humanity, work on some small construction projects like the tiny house he built last year, spend time with family. But before that, he's actually signed on for a six-month stint as the interim director of facilities at Bishop O'Dowd High School in Oakland, where he lives. Uh, and then after that, I'm dragging his, you know what, right back to McLaren Lodge. <laughs> he's going to continue to help us, right? Yes. All right. <laughs> um, a personal anecdote that I want to share, and then I'm going to turn it over to Robert, and maybe some of his colleagues or Eric or Denny want to say a few words. Um, you're very much, you've always been very much a, 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 the conscience of this department, long before there was a racial equity action plan, long before we had equity metrics long before we worked on equitable development plans. Um, you know, Robert was literally preaching about the importance of equity. And I remember a very early meeting when I had just started Robert in the commission room, um, you know, when you, you offered some pointed comments about 
why parks in the southeast weren't necessarily getting the attention that you felt like they deserved and the importance of not just treating all parks equally but really digging deep and really focusing on improving parks in the southeast and my hope as you retire is that you felt like together we've delivered on that yeah um, you know parks there's not a park in the Bayview that that hasn't hasn't been, been touched, touched. And I can attest to that. And in, in large part, that's because you know you were in my head and in my heart. And so I want that to be your legacy of fighting for parks in the southeast and making sure they didn't just get equal attention. But damn it, they deserve more attention. And and I think together we we were able to accomplish a whole lot of good. And the other thing I want to say, Robert, is you know, we talk about being a, what it means to be a, a public servant, and it's not just coming to work every day, strapping on your boots, grabbing your tools, you know, putting in eight hours and leaving. It means engaging. It means engaging in community. It actually means even if you've got stuff going on in your personal life, when you're with your colleagues or your staff or uh, members of the community, you're optimistic and you smile. and. It becomes about the power of yes, and not about why we can't do things. It's about how we do do things. And that has always been my experience with you. You are an optimist, and you are about believing in how we get to yes. And even in not every day is rainbows and butterflies, I know that, and you know, you've had your, your, your share of challenging times. You've had a few pretty serious injuries uh, that you've had to bounce back from. But when I see you, I smile because mm -hmm. I'm happy to be in your presence. You give off just a light that I'm really going to miss. <laughs> and so I just want to say thank you and congratulations. Now, before we, yeah, before we do that, before we let Robert speak, uh, we did prepare a resolution. Uh, I want to make a personal note, though, that 11 years ago I went out to meet Robert for the first time and get a tour of that area. And given his youthful enthusiasm, I thought he was an intern. And uh, <laughs> turns out he knew more about the parks than the general manager. And uh, so it was pretty impressive. And uh, so I was surprised to see that he's leaving so early in his life, uh, having uh, <laughs> still looking rather youthful. Having said that, Robert, um, the general manager really uh, recited in great detail many of the whereas clauses of this resolution. So I'm not going to go over that again, but I want to read the beginning and the end because it expresses the sentiment of this commission. Whereas Robert Watkins is an exceptional and distinguished public servant and has been for more than four decades demonstrating a genuine passion for maintaining safe, accessible, healthy, and beautiful parks and facilities in San Francisco. And then it's whereas everything the general manager said and then it ends with, whereas Robert will be missed as an incredible colleague and mentor, and he is wished a long and joyous retirement. Now, therefore, be it resolved that the members of the Recreation and Park Commission, on behalf of the employees and citizens of San Francisco, do hereby gratefully recognize Robert Watkins' contributions to this city and do express to his great appreciation for his superlative public service, dedication, and accomplishments that have significantly elevated the quality of life for all San Franciscans.
Thank you, Robert. Now you get to talk. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Commissioner. Um, you missed one thing. I actually am uh, was sworn as a commissioner at Oakland Park and Recreation. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. And take my word. Thank you, Denny. What's your name? Daniel. <laughs> My niece is here, and Christopher's here. Great staff. I take my word, as I go through Oakland Park and Rec stuff, uh, we're 20 years ahead of what other systems are doing. So when people say that we're the top five in the, in the nation, you probably should believe them. I mean, this is a great department. I had a great run. I'm leaving it in great hands. You know, Eric must be great. He got me out on my birthday. <laughs> you know. But great hands. You know, I have Daniel and Fiona here, who are two of my top supervisors, and, and they're in good shape. So thank you very much. And I'll still be around. Yes, you will. Thank you, Robert. Can we, uh, yes, Robert, can we get a picture? If anyone else on the staff wanted to come up and say anything, uh, you can have an opportunity to do that now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, come on up. Thank you for allowing me to speak. The other day I was in conversation with Supervisor Chan and I asked if she would come to this meeting uh, to support Robert. And instead, she brought him to the Board of Supervisors meeting on Tuesday and um, said all these wonderful things uh, in, in partnership with some of the other board members. But while he stood there 
And he talked about um, serving since 1979. She mentioned I was born in 1978, I believe. It was 78. And I thought, how long is that? Like, what must it feel like to serve somewhere for 40 years and then this be your last week and you have so many accomplishments? And so I just want to remember that um, as a child, I remember when he first started and I was a student at uh, St. Paulus Lutheran School and he started at Hayward Margaret Park as just a temporary gardener. And I used to come after school and go to Margaret Hayward Park and wait for him to get off because he was the youngest of all the eight children and he had to babysit me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so um, I have so many memories. I feel like I've been on this journey with him. For example, you know, I, I grew up in Fillmore and Bayview and as he did the equity work, I was his think partner. <laughs> so we put together PowerPoints together. And I um, didn't want to let this day pass without acknowledging that I've just watched him um, grow and become management and be invested in a city that his parents were also invested in. Um, my grandmother worked for Diane Feinstein when she was mayor, and my grandpa Longshoreman. So he continued that journey and um, led so gracefully. Like Robert embodies leadership. He not only led a team, but they were a team that became his friends and his family. And that's why the team had so much loyalty and um, was willing to step up in hard times. So it's pretty awesome to sit here or stand here with my favorite uncle and watch him in this career and start a new career. And I just want to thank you all for supporting him all these years. Thank you very much. Is there anyone else who wanted to speak before I go to public comment? All right. Okay, well, I didn't really prepare anything, but uh, I'm Eric Anderson, superintendent of Parks and Open Space. Uh, and I've had the pleasure of being Robert's supervisor for about five years now. And um, I just wanted to wish him luck and reiterate uh, the great work that his team has been doing and that he has helped lead and create the what I call the McLaren Park Renaissance and the renaissance of all his parks has been totally phenomenal. And so his uh, custodial supervisor is here, Fiona Tan, Daniel Choi, who's the McLaren supervisor. Uh, Duran Tyson, the Bayview supervisor, is not here, but uh, Christopher Adams is here. And um, I just really wanted, yeah, everybody else said everything. It's been such a pleasure to work with Robert and uh, wish him all the best. Thank you very much. Dan, did you want to? I thought I'd come up and actually assume this is being recorded, so I like to do this for posterity. Um, <laughs> so Robert, I've been with the department about 24 years now, and the smile that you see on his face right now is a smile that you encounter whenever you engage with Robert in the field or in his office. Uh, it could be 7 in the morning, and it could be 4 o'clock in the afternoon after work has ended for him. Uh, and so. In essence, I just want to, on behalf of the Capital Division, thank Robert for all his work and working with the Capital team. Uh, I could probably tell a lot of stories that would get him in trouble, probably <laughs> me in trouble, given that I'm still employed here. Uh, and, and Phil mentioned all the, all the beautiful work he's done over the years, and, um, and he deserves all the credit. But what 
everyone doesn't understand is, and really doesn't know is how the sausage is made, right? And there's a lot of back door work that happens to get these projects done. And Robert is probably the, the best person in the department to help get things done through the bureaucratic red tape. Um, there are situations where I would need help on another side of the city outside of his jurisdiction, and I'd pick up the phone at 4 o'clock the day before, and he'd have a crew of 10 people working outside his jurisdiction, probably pissing off another PSA manager, <laughs> working alongside a contractor, getting a project done so that we could do a ribbon cutting you know, a few days later. So uh, just a testament to his loyalty to the department, to staff, and uh, if we could replicate him across the department, we'd be a much better place. Thank you, Dan. Commissioners, uh, Denny Kern, Director of Operations. Uh, everything that could be said has already been said, so I'll try not to be redundant. But um, the, uh, uh, Robert has been here 38 years. I've been here only 17 years, so not even half of his tenure. But uh, one of the most important things I think that anybody can do in an organization is to cultivate the staff beneath you. And Robert has done uh, an amazing job. In fact, I think his niece adequately described that uh, about the uh, intense loyalty and competence that uh, he engendered. And so I was talking with Robert earlier this week as he was leaving. And uh, you know, he, he, uh, he said, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've put in place a succession plan. And I said, you know, you really have. And so as uh, Eric says, uh, Daniel, Fiona, uh, and everybody that uh, uh, I want to say that Robert has devoted as much time to his personnel and uh, development and staff as he has to his parkland. And that's a really tribute and a lasting legacy, I think. So, Robert, I thank you for that. Thank you, Denny. It looks like Daniel wants to say something. <laughs> Daniel Choi, Park Section Supervisor, McLaren Park. Um, just want to say congratulations, Robert. It's been an honor working for you. I've learned a lot over the years. One thing about you is you make it seem so easy. Um, I know it's, it's a lot of work, but you always do it effortlessly. You're always smiling when you do it. Um, and you got to pass on to people. And this is the guy that's going to retire on Friday, but start work on Wednesday. <laughs> Congratulations to your future. And enjoy retirement. Thank you. Okay, so now we'll move to public comment. Is there anyone in room 416 who would like to comment on the general manager's report? Okay, seeing none. Is it, If there's anyone on the line who would like to comment, you can dial star 3 to raise your hand. SFGovTV, do we have anyone with their hand raised? No hands raised. Okay. Seeing no public comment, public comment is closed. All right, we are now on item five, general public comment. At this time, members of the public may address the commission on items of interest to the public that are within the subject matter jurisdiction of the commission and that do not appear on the agenda. With respect to agenda items, you will have opportunity to address the commission when the item is reached in the meeting. So is there anyone in room 416 who would like to provide general public comment? Okay, if there's anyone on the line who would like to provide comment, general public comment, you can dial star three. Is there anyone with their hand raised? Okay, no hands raised for general public comment. So general public comment, oh, it looks like we have one hand raised. Okay, oh, 
One, yes. Oh, no one. (laughs) 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 Okay. (laughs) You can really only laugh in moments like this. Okay. There is no public comment on the WebEx, so we will close public comment. We are now on item six, the consent calendar. Is there any... We do have one. (laughs) (laughs) There is one. Okay, we do have one. I'm going (laughs) to... Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, apologies. We are going to go back to item five because someone on our line did raise their hand. So, you'll have two minutes to speak and you can go ahead now. Hi, this is Reverend Norman Fong and I'm I'm hoping I'm at the right time to call in to ask for the commission support for the Yik Oi Wong Peace Park? Oh, actually, that's, is, is that it, item is... Is it now or is it later? That's a great yeah. question. Thank you. That item is coming up later in the agenda. So when we reach that item in the agenda, that would be the time to comment on that one. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. So just raise your hand again when we get to there. Okay. Thanks. All right. So seeing no further comment, public comment is closed. We're now on item six, the consent calendar. So is there anyone in room 416 who would like to comment on items that are on our consent calendar today? Seeing none, is there anyone on our WebEx who would like to comment on the consent calendar? You can dial star three to raise your hand. Nobody has their hand raised on the WebEx, so public comment is closed. Commissioners, is there anything you'd like to remove from the consent calendar? Don't see any. Okay. So the chair would entertain a motion to approve the consent calendar? So moved. Second. Been moved and seconded. All those in favor? Aye. 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 So moved. Okay, thank you. We are now on item seven, the San Francisco Zoo. Hi. Um, So I know you have a video you'd like to show. As soon as that's ready, just let me know, and SFGovTV will put it up on the screen. And I think also make sure the sound is on the computer, I believe. Okay, why don't you put it up, SFGovTV? SFGovTV, can you put, thank you. Hmm. Is the sound on? Okay, why don't you pause it? I think it's probably not on on the computer, so I'm going to come over there. SFGovTV, um, we're not getting any sound on the video. 
No. Go ahead and press play. Hello, my name is Elise and I am the primary keeper for the giraffes here. Um, we are in the giraffe barn. We currently have five female reticulated giraffes. They live on the African savanna, which is a mixed species exhibit. They share their space with our grant zebra, our uh, four ostriches, as well as some kudu and cranes that live on the other side of the savanna. For the care of our giraffe, we make sure that we are able to approach their individual needs uh, depending on whatever they particularly need. We have a large age range of giraffes uh, aging from the ages of 5 all the way up to 19. Um, that means that there is some geriatric care that needs to be taken into account. Um, we achieve all of this uh, individual care by the use of our positive reinforcement training. Our training uh, can be seen daily at the Acacia Plaza. Uh, we have been able to progress a lot of our training to involve alternative care including chiropractic and uh, cold laser treatments. Uh, that has helped with a multitude of our giraffes here. They are a uh, keystone species out at the San Francisco Zoo. You're able to see them pretty up close and so they tend to catch everybody's eye. We are able to do a lot of this training actually out visible for the public, which has been a really positive opportunity for us to speak about uh, all of our individuals, both in their care as well as their personalities. We are currently working on uh, foot care for all of our girls here, um, with a couple of them a little bit more advanced than others in the hopes of having every single one of them receiving voluntary hoof trims very soon. Thank you so much and please come to visit the giraffes at the African Savannah. Thank you. Okay, so does that conclude the San Francisco Zoo report? Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Um, is there any public comment in room 416 on the San Francisco Zoo report? Seeing none, is there any public, public, okay, I don't see, well, I'm just gonna give people an opportunity to raise their hand. As a reminder for those on the line, you can dial star three to raise your hand for public comment. Okay, seeing no raised hands, public comment is closed. We are now on item eight, the Golden Gate Park Golf Course Clubhouse Project, award of contract. Were you able to get the, okay, great. Okay.
do you want it to go up now? Okay, SFGov TV, can you put the, thanks. All right, uh, good morning, commissioners. My name is Noah Levy. I'm a project manager with the Reckon Park Capital and Planning Division. Um, happy to be here in person to discuss with you uh, discussion and possible action to award a contract uh, for the Golden Gate Park Golf Course Clubhouse project to treaty construction for $3,118,800 for the base bid and add alternate number one. Um, this item was presented for discussion only a couple weeks ago in um, the Capitol Commission, and uh, the concept plan was approved by this commission in March of 2020, so a little, little while back. Um, the project seeks to activate this community space to improve public accessibility and sustain this important regional recreational resource. And as a refresher, the golf clubhouse is located on the western edge of Golden Gate Park, as you can see in, in this image, right near the intersection of JFK and 47th Avenue. And the project will replace uh, the previous clubhouse building, which was damaged by fire and has since been demolished in 2018. previous clubhouse as well as the fire that um, damaged the, that destroyed the building and then the current uh, condition right now there the clubhouse is being operated out of a trailer um, so um, the new clubhouse I'll go to the next image right here, will have a wide range of amenities including a commercial kitchen a dining area pro shop site and landscape planting an all-gender restroom and two accessible parking stalls this vibrant community space will be used by a variety of users, youth, seniors. Um, they have a great program called the First Tee that brings members of the community in that wouldn't have access to golf. It's a great golf course if you guys haven't, haven't been there. Um, and um, so I want to talk about the bid process. One, one more image to show you what the proposed building will look like out there. Um, so the project was originally advertised for, to, for bid in 2021, last summer, and all of the seven bids that were accepted, or sorry, that were reviewed came in really high, and so likely due to market volati volatility and material cost increase, so we rejected all those bids, we took the project back to, um, back to the drawing board for a value engineering process, and then um, took it out to rebid, and that's what we're currently reviewing today. Um, so the, <clears throat> the lowest responsive bidder was Treaty Construction, in the amount of three million forty-eight thousand eight hundred dollars, with an additive, additive alternate of seventy thousand dollars, and the project team has concluded that the low bidder has met the experience requirements, is responsible and qualified to perform the work. The Public Works Contract Prep Division has verified this information that the low bidder has met all the qualifications. The Contract Monitoring Division has determined that the low bidder is responsive to the twenty-five percent LBE. Uh, subcontracting participation goals and is eligible for the award. So in conclusion, uh, staff recommends that the commission award the contract for construction. I'm happy to take any questions. Thank you. Thank you very much. Is there anyone in room 416 who would like to comment on this item? Seeing none, if there's anyone on the line who would like to comment on this item, you can dial star three. Are there any hands raised? <clears throat> no hands raised. Seeing no comment, public comment is closed. Question. Commissioners? Mr. Ginsburg. Oh, just uh, obviously this is, uh, uh, this is a great project. It's unfortunate that we have to be here because as you 
as Noah highlighted, and as you remember, the, the original clubhouse was uh, vandalized and demolished. And as it turns out, uh, we're self-insured, so which means we're paying for the new one. Um, but it's a great design. It is a, a wonderful course, uh, very accessible, equitable, as Noah mentioned, you know, first tee, very involved in it. Uh, but I really, uh, Rose, my, uh, wanted to speak to just uh, acknowledge Noah and to say thank you for your work on this and, and all of your work. You haven't gotten to see some of our newer uh, project managers. And Noah, you're not even new anymore, but uh, he's really a, a tremendous addition to, to our team and uh, worked to close out the Garfield Pool project. Uh, which was, you know, really spectacular and um, is just a, a very talented project manager. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome and thank you. Commissioner Anderson. Um, I have two questions. Did we ever find out who did that in 2018 and did anything happen with it? And then can you comment on the renewed popularity of the golf course the last few years? I don't have any information about the cause of the fire. All okay. I know is that it was <coughs> arson. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if anyone else has anything. Uh, uh, yes, never, suspects never caught, um, as far as we know, but it was definitely arson. And uh, we've had, we have troubles. the only arson. No, we've had troubles time. Yeah. from time to time in, in the space, unfortunately. It's regrettable. And as for uh, the popularity of, of golf, golf, all of our golf courses are seeing quite a renaissance. Uh, it was a very sort of COVID safe and COVID, you know, friendly sport but the popularity actually is continuing uh, there's been you know some some settle off as people are going back to a more of a regular schedule but uh, all of our courses are extremely popular and what's special about the Golden Gate Park 9 it really is San Francisco's beginning you know beginners golf course right and um, uh, and with the first tee there uh, they're actually we're welcoming more and more sort of first timers and a lot of kids and it's just a it's a it's really a lovely place. Yeah, every time I've been there, they've been busy and excited, you know, eager, chomping at the bit to get this project built, but they recognize the challenges, um, but they, they have been very busy the past couple of years. Yeah, that's what I heard. I'm excited to know about that. Good. Thank you. Commissioner Hallisey. Uh, Noah, very good presentation, and like the general manager said, it is the beginner's golf course in San Francisco, but it's also veteran golfers with very... Yeah poor talent it's a great course for them as well and i include myself in that group i will also say i noticed that this new project you're actually including many more services in the new mm -hmm. project in a smaller space than you did with the prior project so uh, salute to you and the architectural design seems uh, it's it's Tremendous. Thank you. Yeah, we're working with the Public Works uh, Bureau of Architecture, and they've been great to work with. You know, really kind of getting everything consolidated, keeping the footprint down, because you know, we're, you know, obviously costs are high, costs per square foot. So it's it's been really tight to get everything that that the community needs, you know, that the rec park, you know, that that we need as as a department into this tight little space. So. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. So we've had public comment. We've had the presentation. The chair would entertain a motion. I so move that we approve this project. Second. Been moved and seconded. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. So moved. Thank you very much. So we are now on item nine. <clears throat> We're now on item nine, the Visitation Valley Playground renaming. I'm just going to make a quick announcement before the presentation begins that I'm going to ask 
Laura, who's on our WebEx to translate for me for any callers or anyone who is in this room. So this item, there will be a presentation and then I will call public comment. And if you need to comment in Cantonese, we can have that translated for you. Everyone will have two minutes, but those who need to have their comment translated will get an extra two minutes for the translator. Um, Laura, do you mind um, stating that? Uh, yeah, I will. Um, uh Gumgoi 就是你們一間可以打電話進來,就是公眾發言的,多謝。Thank you. Thank you, Laura. Go ahead, Lamont. Thank you. President Buell, Commissioners, General Manager Ginsburg, I'm Lamont Bishop, and I'm the Manager of Policy and Community Affairs in our Policy and Public Affairs Unit at Reckon Park. I'm here today before you on Item 9, which is a discussion and possible action to remove the name of Visitation Valley from the playground at 263 Leyland Avenue, rename the playground Yik Oi Huang Peace and Friendship Park, and to authorize the department general manager to approve the wording and location of a plaque to explain the history of the renaming. This item meets strategy one and objective 1.4 of our strategic plan to inspire place, keep today's parks safe, clean and fun, promote our parks historic and cultural heritage and build the great parks of tomorrow, as well as preserve and celebrate historic and cultural resources. A little background on the proposal. In 2021, the Yikhoi Huang Peace and Friendship Park Organizing Committee, from here on out will be referred to as the committee, submitted a proposal to the San Francisco Recreation and Park Department for the Visitation Valley Playground, located at 263 Leland Avenue, to be renamed to Yikhoi Huang Peace and Friendship Park. Yikhoi Huang, was a person of service, peace, and friendship who wanted a better vision for Visitation Valley youth and their families. This community-driven effort uh, is supported by the family of their beloved Yikhoi Wong. The renaming would honor the memory of the late Yikhoi Wong, affectionately known as Grandmother Huang. Grandmother Huang, who was 89 years old, was tragically assaulted on January the 8th, 2019 at the Visitation Valley Playground and subsequently died as a result of his injuries a year later. As the community reflects on the future, the committee believes it is important to pay homage to a longtime Visitation Valley resident who gave so much to her community. For 17 plus years, she was an ambassador of the Visitation Valley Friendship Club. This is an advocacy and senior group serving the Chinese immigrant community where members participate in senior services, voting rights, 
AAPI issues and emergency preparedness. She collected on her own, collected and recycled cans and gave the proceeds from her collection to her neighbors and friends. When going to Sunnydale's food assistance program, she easily made friends with both English and non-speaking English neighbors alike. Her ability to connect with neighbors enhanced the life of those around her. This was evident when elders of the various Visitation Valley parks would share with Sasana, her granddaughter, the impact that Yikoi's life had on life and death had on them. Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month is a period for the month of May for recognizing the contributions and influence of Asian Americans and Pacific Islander Americans to the history, culture, and achievements of the United States. The committee believes this would be an appropriate time period to take action and rename Visitation Valley Playground after Yikoi Wong in honor of her contributions to society. The renaming committee represents the diversity of Visitation Valley, and it's mirrored in the multicultural, multigenerational, and multi-ethnic residents. The committee's desire is for the renaming of the playground to be a place of healing for the community and a place to hold empathy for what transpired there. The community is composed of local leaders in the community and people are, who are involved in social activism and open space advocacy. The committee members consist of Sasana Yi, who is a Visitation Valley resident and Communities S1 co-founder, Ronald Colthurst, who is a community facility manager at the village, Ann Seaman, who is a Visitation Valley Garden and Greenway member, Jenny Weber, landscape architect for Visitation Valley Elementary School Garden, Stephanie Chen, a Visitation Valley resident, Jessica Campos, Visitation Valley Group Hispano, Kelly McCord, who is with Mission Blue Cafe in Visitation Valley, Josephine Chow, who is a Visitation Valley advocate and the Communities as One co-founder, and Nina Bande, who is a Visitation Valley resident. The committee was able to conduct a really extensive community outreach process. During the COVID-19 pandemic, the committee found creative ways to organize their community and held active online and outdoor meetings and events. They were able to reach a diverse cross-section of the community and outreach through neighborhood groups, nonprofit organizations, as well as local faith-based communities. They engaged with residents, merchants, and community groups along Leland Avenue, gathering 212 signatures during late 2020 and early 21 from community canvassing. They received supportive responses from the community, including feedback that the neighborhood would like to have a memorial site for other victims of violence in the surrounding neighborhoods. The committee also held two community meetings and collected 150 signatures from residents of the Visitation Valley neighborhood through the in-person and Zoom meetings. The first committee meeting was held in person on November 21st, 2020, with 30 people attending. The second community meeting was held virtually on March 13th, 2021, with 26 in attendance. And the committee received support from those attending both meetings. In total, the outreach process gathered a total of 2,496 signatures, both online and offline, 65 online comments, and 16 letters of support from recognized community leaders individuals and organizations. The committee has also begun what will be an annual memorial celebration of Yikoi Wong's life entitled Healing Through Solidarity. And that virtual meeting was held on January the 9th, 2021 with 41 people in attendance. The committee also provided petitions, materials, and events in three languages, English, Chinese, and Spanish. 
and they also created a website to share information about their initiative. Through their efforts, the committee has created a long list of supporters for the renaming effort, including San Francisco Board of Supervisors President Shimon Walton, Prozac, uh, the Sunnydale Tennis Association, Visitation Valley Hispano uh, Group, the Democratic Central Committee, Chinese American Democratic Club, Chinese for Affirmative Action, Chinese Progressive Association, Communities as One, Wu Yi Children's Shop Services, and United Territories uh, of Public Islanders Alliance, just to name a few. A little more biography on Grandma Huang. Oh, yeah. On February the 15th, 1930, Grandma Huang was born in Toisan, China. She was the youngest of nine children, and her name means abundant love. Her husband was Ho Wei Huang from Hoiping, China. They fulfilled their longtime dream of coming to the U.S. when the couple was able to immigrate to, in June of 1986 to re reunite with their third child, Helen Yi, Susanna's mother. <clears throat> Grandma Huang was passionate about life and never feared hardship. Not knowing a word of English and with almost no money, Grandma Huang and Ho Wei act out a life of for themselves in San Francisco. She worked as a seamstress and a nanny, and she and her husband lived frugally as renters in a single room occupancy in Chinatown. When her, when her other three children were finally able to immigrate to the US, the entire family pooled their monies together and purchased a house across the street from the athletic field of Visitation Valley Playground. Although Grandma Huang only had two years of elementary schooling, it never stopped her from studying. In fact, during retirement, she taught herself how to read Chinese characters by watching television. Her favorite hobbies included gardening and Chinese soap operas. <laughs> she loved to make soup, steam fish, and one of her favorite foods was egg roll. Like her birth name, Grandma Huang's legacy is one of abundant love, friendship, and well-being. By renaming the park, her story will become one of beauty, hope, and resilience. She left this world on January the 3rd, 2020. Grandma Huang is survived by four children, eight grandchildren, six great-grandchildren, and a host and a whole community of devastated by her loss. Visitation Valley Playground was like Grandma Huang's front yard. It was a place where she, her friends, her, and her families felt relatively safe. Every morning for 20 years, she would walk around the perimeter of the park and practice Qigong. She was the epitome of health and a role model for the community. Grandmother Huang recognized the importance of doing her exercises on a grassy <clears throat> field, breathing the fresh air, and socializing with neighbors. Yikui Huang's life story is one that represents Visitation Valley. She was not only a beloved grandmother, but also an immigrant, a worker, a woman, a person of color, and an active community member. Based on the significant support that the committee has garnered through their outreach process, staff recommends the Recreation and Park Commission have a discussion and take possible action to remove the name of Visitation Valley from the playground at 263 Leland Avenue, rename the playground Yikoi Huang Peace and Friendship Park, and authorize the department general manager to approve the wording and location of a plaque to explain the history of their naming. And if you will indulge me before we go into questions or public comment, I would like for a representative from the committee to say a few words. Ann Seaman. 
Good morning, <laughs> commissioners. Thanks for hearing us. Um, my name is Ann Seaman. I've been a Visitation Valley resident since 1991 and a long time ago helped lead efforts to improve Vis Valley parks and playgrounds. And inspired by that process, co-founded the Visitation Valley Greenway. So I, I thank you for your past support. And um, I also want to say my motivation for all this work was my daughter, Lila, who was born in 1994. Back then, though all our nearby playgrounds were dilapidated, I'd still take her out and around the neighborhood and push her in the working baby swing, which was next to um, a torched ruin of our Visitation Valley clubhouse. And as I pushed her, passersby would warn me that it wasn't safe to be there, and I rarely saw another child in that playground. So um, I didn't want my kid to grow up in such an atmosphere of neglect and fear and also bigotry. Um, you did get new play structures and a new clubhouse back then, but we've not had sufficient staffing and programming there. So here we are now with work still to do. And um, we're encouraged that, that this time we'll, we'll follow through and really get the park we deserve in our neighborhood. We're on a mission to rename and revitalize our park as a result of the horrific assault Lamont just described. The only acceptable outcome of that assault is to really make sure these things never happen again. In the immediate af aftermath of the attack, our community was reeling and some called for revenge, but Grandmother Huang's family called for an end to cycles of violence, and that's what's really inspired our work here. <coughs> Within days of the attack, we came together for an evening of art and prayer to wrap our collective arms around the family and begin to seek tangible ways to heal. To that end, Ronald Colthurst proposed renaming the park as Yikoi Huang Peace and Friendship Park. This symbolic gesture coming from a black man in our community offered us a step toward building black and Asian solidarity and solidarity among all of us Viz Valley residents to live in harmony and build a truly welcoming and inclusive park. Beyond the rename, our goal is to bring back staffing and programming to facilitate multiracial and multicultural connections among neighbors. This is very important to us. We learned about the trauma from violence that has afflicted many of our neighbors as we went about gathering signatures for this name change, and it's made us more resolved to help heal our community. Heavy on our minds is also the drastic rise in hate crimes and domestic terror and the mainstreaming of white supremacy in national politics. We note the epidemic of assaults targeting Asian Americans even here in San Francisco, and we hope in our little park to take a stand against hate and to create the world we want to live in. Therefore, we choose the name Yikoi Huang to honor an Asian immigrant working class woman who epitomizes a good citizen of our city. We value the contrib contributions of past and present day immigrants. This part of our American heritage deserves visible tribute. We choose peace and friendship as part of the name to signify our desire for meaningful ties to link us all and overcome fear and prejudice. We will work hard for programs that truly bring us together across races, cultures, and generations. We want to learn from other cities and neighborhoods which may have already developed such programs and hope you will help us find them. We, the Yikoi Huang Renaming Committee, alias the Abundant Love Team, want to be your partners in making our centrally located neighborhood park, to quote Commissioner Louie, the living room of Visitation Valley. Thank you. Thank you very much.
Okay, thank you so much. Um, we're gonna, now gonna move to public comment. I'm just gonna make my announcement briefly, but one more time, that if there's anyone who needs translation, we have translation. Everyone gets two minutes, but those who need translation will get four for that translation. And for those on the line, in order to comment on this item, you need to dial star three to raise your hand. Laura, can you repeat that for me? Yeah, sure. 呃,那你哋呢就可以到咗呢個公眾發言嘅時間,呃,咁你哋呢就係可以呢就係呃,呃,公眾發言啦,呃,咁就係呢呃,呃,如果呢你哋係呃,打電話入嚟嘅話呢
Thank you. Thank you very Thank you. much. Next comment. For some reason, my um, the little bell isn't ringing during public comment, but there is a timer up on the um, podium, so just keep an eye on that. Um, I don't want to interrupt you. Go ahead. Hi. Uh, Reckon Park Commissioners, good morning. My name is Forrest, uh, and I'm a resident here in San Francisco. Um, I'm an Asian community activist, and uh, I began my work during last year's Stop Asian Hate Movement. I got to say, I was walking in the hallway, have a little PTSD from the last time I was here on the fourth floor in City Hall. Um, we've faced a lot of divisiveness um, as a country, as a city, even within the own movement. And I do see that a period of healing is starting between members of our community here in San Francisco and members of the Asian community. I think that this park is the first step to us coming together and us celebrating um, why this movement started, which is to highlight the importance of Asian lives and Asian voices. So I'm here today to support the renaming of the park, and uh, I thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Next speaker. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Jade. I'm a lifelong citizen of San Francisco. Um, same with Forrest. Last time I was here, it was extremely divisive, and um, I am back. <laughs> And I'm happy that this is way more positive. Um, I am for the renaming of the playground. As Forrest has stated, stopping Asian hate means so much to the Asian community. Our grandparents are terrified. Asian people are terrified to walk along the street just to feel, we just want some sort of safety. And renaming the playground isn't just renaming the playground. It's so much more than that. It's bringing the Asian community together and reminding them that they are important. And the voices of the victims are heard. So please rename the playground. And yeah, that's all I have to say. Thank you very much. Good morning, Rec and Park Commissioners. My name is Madison Tam. I'm here in my personal capacity today. I want to second everything that my lovely friends just said. Um, I'm a second generation Chinese American resident of San Francisco. It's very important to me that we start this sort of unity process. Um, I'm much in favor of renaming the playground, and I think it's um, a good step in uniting our communities together. We can't accomplish anything without solidarity, so let's rename that park. Thank you. Hi, oh, let me turn my own timer on. <laughs> Thank you, commissioners and um, head of department. Um, on my way here, on my Uber drive, I was dragging my backpack in the, in the car, and then the Uber driver, Nikki, asked me, Why, what do you go to City Hall for? And I told her the story. I told her the reason, the project. Um, I couldn't stop breaking down, and she said, you are, you are inspirational. What, you are, what your community is doing is inspirational in terms of strategy, in terms of tragedy. Instead of dividing the community some more, you are turning it into power to bring everyone together and having multiracial connection, peace, and friendship. And that means so much. And that's exactly what our communities need, our country and our world need. We need more love, not hate. We need more together, not, not apart. And that's why I'm driving Uber, and I'm spreading that love one person at a time. And I was like, 
That's exactly what this part is about. That's what Grandma Huang was about. That she's an ambassador trans transitioning in different communities. And that's what Sasana is about. That's what this project is about. That's, that's Mr. Kosar is about. And that's what we are here about. And now we are spreading it out to Uber driver and everyone that she connect with. Please rename the park. Thank you. Thank you very much. My name is Trevor Chandler. I uh, am here in my personal capacity, but I'm also the mayor's appointee to the Eastern Neighborhood Community Advisory Committee. And I just very much want to demonstrate a citywide uh, support for this beyond Visitation Valley. I think this is not something that is just important to this part of the city, but is important throughout the entirety of the city and through the inspired leadership of Sasana and the family of making this uh, something positive and reimagining what public safety looks like through restorative uh, and building rather than tearing down is just really inspirational. Uh, and so I would just like to demonstrate the citywide support for this as well. So thank you. Thank you very much. Good morning, commissioners. Thank you so much for this hearing and this opportunity to speak. I'm a third generation San Francisco resident and I was very pleased to meet Susana at a backyard in my house Lunar New Year party uh, this, this year. And then she told us of the tragic story of her grandmother. Um, this moved me so much. And then later she invited me to a black history Lunar New Year celebration in Visitation Valley that moved my heart even further. And then I became acquainted with this project through visiting with Ronald and Susana through a walk through the Green Belt. And so my heart is quivering and I'm full of um, so much heartfelt support for this project. <clears throat> it's needed throughout San Francisco, but I'm glad it's starting in Visitation Valley. And I, of course, support this um, renaming, and I will also pledge whatever I can do in programming to help the next generations and the current generations to um, evolve from the state that we're in to a greater state. And I also want to appreciate the opening comments um, from this commission every time I've heard them about the Ohlone peoples, and I think the Ohlone um, indigenous peoples would be in great support of this proposition too. So thank you very much. Thank you. Next speaker. Hi, com uh, good morning, commissioners. Thank morning. you for hearing us. My name is Sasana Yugaman, and I am the proud granddaughter of um, Wong Yit Ngoi. And so this park renaming means a lot to me, not only because this is my grandmother, uh, but also this is about community solidarity, healing, and justice. My personal journey has always been one of transmuting pain and anger into love, healing, unity, and illumination. As a youth, I played a certain mantra in my mind over and over as a result of hearing countless stories of violence against Chinese people, against black people, against immigrants. And I would chant, peace in the Southeast, peace in the Southeast. <laughs> Doesn't that sound good? <laughs> so that's my dream, that there's unity in diversity, that people from different backgrounds can peacefully coexist in public spaces without fear and hatred, 
of one another. This park renaming is a step towards that dream. It has brought all of us here today. And I am sure grandmother is so proud of us. Uh, she and I ask for your approval of this renaming. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Is there anyone else in room 416 who'd like to comment on this item? <laughs> okay, now I'm gonna move to comment on the WebEx. So if you'd like to comment on this item, you can raise your hand by dialing star three. First caller. Good morning, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Yes, good morning and thank you to the honorable members of the Recreation and Parks Commission and to your distinguished chair. I will share my testimony I made before your operations committee two weeks ago. My name is Ronald Colthurst, member of the organizing committee for Yik Boy Wong Peace and Friendship Park. And I stand proudly with my organizing committee colleagues and the broader community to respectfully ask for your support for the renaming. First, let me acknowledge last week's Buffalo, New York mass shooting where 10 members of the black community were killed. These incidents of violence are not new for the black community, nor is it new for other communities who have been similarly targeted. I do remember the civil rights movement quote by Fred Hampton where he says, you don't fight fire with fire, you fight fire with water. You don't fight racism with racism, you fight racism with solidarity. I'm also reminded on today's date, May 19th of this commission hearing on this proposal, it is also significant because it's the birth date of two legendary friends and colleagues of the social justice movement. Yuri Kuchiyama and Malcolm X. Yuri was there at the Audubon Ballroom for the community meeting where Malcolm X was assassinated. Yuri, along with others, attempted to revive Malcolm X, indeed an act of solidarity. Let me thank the family of Yit Boy Wong, affectionately known as Grandmother Wong for accepting and supporting this neighborhood generated community organizing effort to rename the park where our beloved Grandmother Wong was violently assaulted during her daily early morning exercises at the park. We know from the labor movement that an injury to one is an injury to all. Thank you to the family for allowing us to be a part of your extended family. Also, the women's movement teaches us the significance of intersectionality. Grandmother Wong was a woman, an elder, a worker, an immigrant, a person of color, very representative of the rich diversity of both Visitation Valley and San Francisco. Visitation Valley represents the future of our city, 85% plus of the population of over 20,000 are Black, Latinx, Asian, and Pacific Islander. Our, neighbor, our neighborhood does have its social economic challenges. However, a grandmother's love has no limitations. Grandmother Wong's love had no limitations. So with this renaming proposal, let us begin to rededicate ourselves to make Visitation Valley a more perfect neighborhood and make San Francisco a more perfect city. Thank you. Thank you. Next speaker. 
ahead. We can hear you. Hey, I'm going to talk to you. Can you say something? Can you say something? Can you say something? Okay. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you. 我支持黄河浦嘅名义嚟为港屋区公园命名。Okay. 诶诶 ，I'm the Visitation Valley Residence, and my name is Sam, and I support to rename the park. 诶，我哋嘅黄河浦本来可以活多百年啊！嚟做為我哋不同嘅社區嚟做親善大使，佢嘅生命無故咁被縮短，希望能通過呢個命名，讓我哋化悲痛為力量，善待好每一個唔同族類嘅人，見證民族嘅團結。我希望。Uh, okay. Um, uh, actually, I think uh, Grandma, uh, well, without this um, uh, tragedy, uh, I think uh, Grandma Huang can live uh, longer, uh, more 10 years longer. Uh, and she can continue to become the ambassador of our community. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, her life was uh, cut short. Uh, so I hope uh, through this uh, renaming uh, uh, movement um, can give our community with power and make our community uh, work uh, together uh, and also make our community become a more a solidarity. Uh, so I'm support to re renaming the park. 我希望我哋嘅啊官員啊聽到我哋嘅聲音，多謝大家。嗯、um, ，I wish 誒、uh, our voice can be heard and thank you very much. Thank you. Thank Next you. speaker. Hello. 誒你好，誒我我叫 Lee， 我係房屋區嘅公民誒居民。誒可唔可以翻譯啊？幫我。係啊。誒 Hi， 我叫 Lee， 我房屋區。誒 Hi， 誒 Everyone， 誒 My name's Lee， and I'm also a Visitation Valley 誒 Residents。Yeah， 我強烈支持用阿黃婆婆嘅名嚟誒為房屋區個公園嚟命名。I strongly support uh, to rename uh, Visitation Valley uh, Playground to be uh, uh, Yik Hoi Kwang Priest and Friendship Park. Wang Pao Pao已經八十七歲了,他就是每天都去繼續去神問,他本身就已經有一個很健康的心態和堅持去鍛鍊他的身體。Grandma Wong uh, was uh, 87 years old, uh, but she uh, insists uh, going to uh, uh, jogging in the playground uh, to uh, build up uh, 
uh, health, uh, good health。但系就因为呢个咁样嘅一个咁嘅事意外暴力事件，令到佢嘅生命突然终止咗。所以我觉得诶，即、呃、系、就是、用佢个名嚟命名，先可以治愈咗我哋呢个社区呢个悲痛。Uh, but be, uh, because of this uh, tragedy, uh, Grandma Huang, uh, her life was uh, cut short, and uh, I uh, strongly believe that uh, through the renaming uh, process, and you can stop the uh, violence in our community. We hope this naming can make the community wake up, make everyone u n 每一個人嘅生命都係好寶貴嘅，重視生命。So uh, I hope uh, through this uh, renaming uh, process and make our community aware that uh, every life is a uh, is precious and uh, every uh, life is important。Yeah， 我講話完啦，多謝大家，多謝。Uh, uh, that's all I want to say. Thank you and thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Next speaker. 你好，我系阿全。Um, 我已经喺房屋区嗰度住咗咗十五年啦。Um, 我支持以阿黄婆婆个名义为房屋公园命名。Uh, um, uh, my name is a c h u n and I live in a recitation valley for f i years. And I support to renaming the park. 我希望通过呢个方式提高社区对我哋民众安全嘅真切需要。Uh, I hope、uh, through this renaming process and make uh, our um, uh, community uh, aware the safety uh, in our area. 嗯、um, ，而且可以提醒我哋，而好似呢一件事咁样样，一件一个家庭有麻烦，大家都会去关心。And and also, uh, through this uh tragedies, um, I hope, uh, if something happened to uh one family, is also uh related to other family. 同埋呢個公園嘅名稱有我哋需要嘅愛字同埋和平同埋友誼，所以我支持。b e c a u s e for the renaming, uh, the name uh, included the meaning of uh, uh, love and also peace.、Uh, so I support to renaming the、uh, park to Yik Oi Huang Peace and Friendship Park. 冇啦，就咁，多謝。Uh, thank you. Thank you. Next speaker. Hello,、uh, Commission. This is Nick Bellani, the chair of the Park Rec Open Space、uh, Advisory Committee. We,、uh, a few months back, I think it was, might have been a little longer than that. Time goes by quickly.、Um, we unanimously、uh, recommended that this name change should be made. Um, on a personal note, I find that anything that we can do to strive to make unity in communities, unity within our city,、um, 
accessible and shown by doing something of this nature is very important. So please know that from Prozac fully and utterly endorses the name change. Myself, personally, I am the same way. So thank you and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you. Next speaker. Hello. Go ahead. Hello. Yeah. Uh, uh, I speak Cantonese. Is there a translation? Oh, yeah. Uh, Belly 他的生命沒有被... Uh, name is Shirley and I support to renaming the uh, park. Um, uh, actually, uh, I think uh, without uh, this uh, tragedy, uh, grandma, uh, uh, grandma Huang can live uh, much longer. Kurgasamingmo uh, through uh, this uh, renaming, uh, oh, oh, um, unfortunately, uh, grandma's, uh, uh, Grandma Huang, uh, her life uh, was cut short. Uh, otherwise, uh, she can continue to be the ambassador of our community. Uh, I hope uh, through this uh, renaming uh, process, uh, we can, um, uh, to get, uh, we can um, have a more power in our uh, community uh, to uh, promote, uh, to, uh, to um, uh, advocate uh, together uh, for our community. Uh, we can embrace a different ethnicity and make our community uh, uh, work together. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Next speaker. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, um, my name is Bayard Fong. Um, I'm actually a San Francisco native, and my great-grandpa came here in 1905, so fourth generation. I want to first salute um, the Commission on our Reckon Park for your service today, and this is a very important item, and we would like to uh, encourage you to support uh, this renaming these last few years has been very troubling. Uh, I've had the honor myself to serve on the staff of the Human Rights Commission close to 34 years and retired about four years ago. Uh, this, as was said very succinctly by many of our speakers here today, all of us as San Franciscans can 
lock elbows, lock minds, lock our spirits to lift San Francisco, to create a new era of building bridges where, if you recall, great-grandpa's idea was to go to Gamsan or Gold Mountain. And Gold Mountain is opportunity where people can live and grow their families to, in, in safety and prosperity. We need to try to, if we can work together to achieve that by uniting in this form, as this mentioned by many of the speakers today in, in wonderful words of wisdom, creating uh, with, you know, we recognize Black Lives Matters, we recognize Asian Lives Matters, we recognize Native American Lives Matters, Latino Lives Matters, we recognize all lives matters. So thank you very much for you, and we want to encourage your support for the renaming of this park. Thank you very much. Next speaker. Hi, my name is Deanna Volek. I live next door in the Bayview, um, and I just wanted to support the renaming of Visitation Valley Playground. I think it is such a beautiful symbol to come out from such a tragedy and having communities come together and Black and Asian unity mm -hmm. to rename this park and instead of making it a, a place of, of darkness and a reminder of violence turning into a symbol of peace and friendship and light. And uh, the story has very much moved me and I would love to come mm -hmm. to my neighboring community and visit this park as a reminder of the beauty of uh, resilience and overcoming um, Mm -hmm. overcoming darkness into light. So I want to thank all the community members who put so much time into this, and I hope you support the renaming. Thank you. Next speaker. Hello? Hi, go ahead. Good. I'm uh, the first guy that called in earlier, <laughs> Reverend Norman Fong, and I just want to say I love the family, Susanna and everybody, and what your inspiration to bring peace and abundant love is, is so powerful. I wanted to say that um, last week, the Smithsonian American History Director came to Chinatown to grab our banner and put it and showcase it at the Smithsonian. The banner that we used was fight the virus, not the people, which was inspired because we did it, we did it the month after Grand, Grandma uh, Wong passed away. So she was in our mind. So our banner and the story and the renaming of the park and her name being Abundant Love, come on, it's, it's meant to be. And I think it'll be a priceless story globally as well as in our little neighborhood. So I just wanted to um, show support for this effort and uh, pray that everyone will do the right thing. Thank you. Love shall overcome hate. Thank you so much. Is there, if there is anyone else on our line who would like to comment, you can dial star three. I just want to give people one more second in case we missed anyone. Okay, seeing no callers and double checking, no one else in this room would like to comment? Okay, public comment is closed. Commissioners? 
Thank you very much. Commissioner Anderson. Thank you. I uh, thank you for this report, Lamont, and for being a part of bringing the community together. And I really appreciate everyone being here, and especially to Grandma Wong's family for this terrible tragedy. I did want to just mention that um, President of the Board of Supervisors, Supervisor Shimon Walton, did also um, send a letter of support on behalf of the residents of District 10. Um, he was actually sworn in on the day that Grandmother Wong passed away, and he and his staff went to visit her, as he mentioned in the letter. Um, sorry. <laughs> Everyone was heartbroken. He said, I'll just read a part of it. Over the past, over the last few years, the Visitation Valley community has been working together to heal from this incident, build and strengthen relationships between the Asian and black community, and have organized neighbors to sign a petition to rename the park. My office is in full support of these efforts. Beyond the rename, the goal is to bring back programming and staffing to the park and to facilitate multiracial and multicultural connections among neighbors to continue to build cross-cultural relationships in the community. As a, a resident of the city and a mother who spent many hours in playgrounds and who sometimes <coughs> would see things that would make me feel uncomfortable, I would like to point out as just a concerned citizen that um, this happened to Grandma Wong early in the morning and I would like to make sure that we have people talking about a buddy system so that no one is alone, uh, that we um, maybe provide some public education to our members so that they'll be mindful of that and that if it's possible to have staffing around when people are doing, is it the Qigong that she was doing? That I, I don't, Qigong, yeah, sorry. I wanna make sure, because I see this also happening in other parks, that there are lookouts that there's public safety to make sure this tragedy doesn't happen again. Also, again, just as a private citizen, but also because I'm a lawyer and I'm from a law enforcement family, I want to thank law enforcement for being involved in the capture and arrest of the person who injured grandma. And she died a year later of her injuries, Keontae Gathrone. <coughs> Chief Scott said that his actions speak to somebody that doesn't value human life very much. That was a, a quote from our Chief Scott. And I believe that his um, crimes are coming on for trial, and I personally want to bear witness if this thing goes to trial, and I would like to encourage everybody to think about that because I believe that part of the healing process is not only thinking about this, learning from it, providing forgiveness and solidarity, but also justice. Justice is a part of the healing process. And in a city as liberal and progressive as ours, I believe that we've gotten a little bit away from what justice actually means, and that is holding people accountable for what they have done. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. Commissioner Hallisey. Well, this item is really proving to be our racial equity moment uh, today as well. Um, Lamont, thank you for presenting again. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Lamont presented to the Operations Committee two weeks ago. Now normally, if all members of the Operations Committee are in 
full agreement on a topic. It will go direct to the consent calendar. Well, it was actually President Buell who made the motion, and he motioned that we put it on the general calendar because he said this story should be told again for as many people that hear it as possible. And Commissioner Louie and I were in full agreement, and I will say that, that we should tell this story. You should tell the story as you, as you are doing now. Tell it again and again and again, and a salute to Grandma Huang's uh, granddaughter and the committee. It's very difficult to bring something in front of the commission for a, a name change on a, on a property. It's, it's a very difficult task. There's a number of boxes to be checked, and you check them all. And um, it, I think it's, it's, it's a sad story in one way, but this is going to turn out to be a great story as well. So thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. Commissioner Jupiter Jones. Yeah, I mean, I, first I just want to say, echo what Commissioner Hallisey said, and just thank you all for bringing this story to us and, and for giving us this opportunity to be a partner with you in this work. Um, I think that obviously Grandmother Wong was an inspiration, but the way that your family and your community has decided to recognize and honor and heal from this tragedy is an inspiration to all of us and to communities. Um, and I want to just pay special attention. There was a comment, I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot your name, um, with the lovely <laughs> tie-dye shirt. You really, sp you, you said something about how doing this action and recognizing this and renaming this park and this legacy is about also recognizing that there are societal injustices that cause violence and mental health issues and that you know that that are rooted in, in a lot of these tragedies and that really just resonated with me and I want to express my gratitude for that perspective from your community it's very easy I've, I'm it, from I'm a mission girl to my heart we've had a lot of tragedies and some in in our parks where we've lost lives to violence senseless acts and it's very hard not to just be angry and it's very hard not to just feel defeated and not to blame and I think what you all are doing is truly motivating and inspiration to us to really find restoration and healing and that's really the kind of justice that I hope for our world and hope that we can find more opportunities um, to do so thank you so much for allowing us to help with this. Thank you, Commissioner. Commissioner Louie. So we're um, considering to rename a playground to a park. And the usage of a playground and a park are two different things. So um, the name alone, you know, the Peace and Friendship Park for Papa Huang is a, a beautiful name. It's a beautiful name. We're renaming a playground. And um, so, as as Commissioner Hallisey said in in our committee meeting, that um, all the boxes were checked, and we just don't want to go around the city renaming things. But in this case, it's being renamed for all the right reasons. It's significant because it will mark a time in history when there was so much pain and suffering in our community. We just had so much going on in all different parts of the city 
but Grandma Huang was one of the first cases. And to attack especially a senior woman who represented so much, um, every granddaughter, every grandson wished they had a, a, a papa, a grandma like Grandma Huang. She, she embodied and exemplified um, so much. And she led a very simple life. She came from Toisan. You know, my husband's grandma came from Toisan. I've been to Toisan. They're very simple, lovely people. And so that's what we, we, we hope to um, have this renaming for, is for this beautiful park so that people can enjoy and unify and heal. Um, we're doing much better, but you know it takes it takes a community to to unify, and um, so that the name alone is is it says it all. And I want to thank um, all the commissioners. I want to thank Phil. I want to thank Beverly Ng, Lamont. Thank you so much. Um, through this tragedy, I'll just add one more thing: is the beauty that came out of it is I got to meet Grandma Wang's granddaughter and mm -hmm. Susanna. Um, I would not have maybe met you any other way anytime soon during a pandemic, you know, and she, you know what they say, apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And she herself um, is, uh, represents so much in the community. So Viz Valley has a lot of Asians. Uh, real estate in San Francisco is very expensive. It is now going to be a park. <laughs> um, so, you know, there'll be a lot of events, I'm sure, Phil, will probably end up doing something there, hopefully. Um, so I just want to thank everyone and um, thank you, commissioners and uh, colleagues. Thank you, commissioner. Uh, seeing no other comments, let me make a couple myself. One is I want to thank Lamont for a very compelling and excellent presentation. It is a significant thing to change the name of a park, and I think you've made the case. Uh, very adequately. I want to thank the community and the members of the family. I think that it takes a village to do these things and you represent that village and uh, so uh, I congratulate you and commend you for what you're doing. Um, with that, I can't add anything that hasn't been said by this commission and by those who support it, but I think this is uh, um, very uh, appropriate and monumental on many levels and should every park be so inspired to uh, be named uh, with this story they'd be fortunate but thank you very much and with that the chair would entertain a motion um, i would like to make a motion to uh, consider the renaming um, removal of um, visitation valley playground um, to the Yi Yik Huang Peace and Friendship Park. Second. It's been moved and seconded. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Unanimous, and thank you. Thank you, Commissioners. Thank you, everyone. All right, <clears throat> we are now on item 10, Golden Gate Park taxi stands. We have um, three people on the WebEx who 
might be speaking today. So if um, if you need to present something, uh, we can only have one presenter at a time, is what I understand. So SFGovTV, if you could have Dana Ketchum be the first presenter. And I see her up on the screen there. And Dana, if you need to share anything, let us know if you have any trouble. Uh, thanks so much, Ashley. Uh, good afternoon, commissioners. Um, it is um, kind of emotional to go after that last presentation, uh, but this is an important matter too. Um, uh, I have with me uh, Kate Toran from MTA and Nicole Bond from the Mayor's Office of uh, Disability who are also going to speak on this matter. Um, the matter is a discussion and possible action to authorize the department to issue a permit to the MTA to establish and maintain two taxi stands in the music concourse area of Golden Gate Park. Um, as many of you will remember, a few months ago, you um, spent a lot of time learning and, and discussing and approving the closure of JFK. And we committed that we would be coming back to you with some things that were going to improve accessibility and access for people um, visiting uh, the music concourse area. This is this is one of those steps. Um, under the current rules, a taxi can come in and drop somebody off. Uh, a taxi uh, can be called and come in and get someone. But the taxi that drops someone off cannot stay and just pick somebody up. And uh, and so the purpose of this proposal and permit that I'm granting to you will authorize any taxi that's allowed to operate in San Francisco through MTA to um, to be at two. We're setting up two taxi stands uh, in Golden Gate Park, and um, I have. You, you all have the little diagram of where they're going to go, and I'm going to try and pull it up right now if this works. Uh, this is sort of a new system for me, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully you will see my emails. Uh, let's see if this works. Yeah, we Are you seeing the yes. diagram? Thank uh, you. We, we will be in a second, but it, it does look like it's successfully sharing. So just give it a moment. It says Dana Ketchum is starting to share content. Well, commissioners, you, I mean, I'm going to try and do Nicole's uh, presentation too. So it'd be nice if you could see it. Yeah, um, SFGov TV. Do you know why it says starting? It says you're sharing Windows Explorer. So maybe I'm sharing the wrong thing. Um, let me try again. Sorry, everybody. New system as we kind of get better at this. Let's try this. Uh, how about if I do this? There we go. We can see it, Dana. Go ahead. Uh, okay, there's the solution. Okay, thank you. Um, so as you can see, uh, here is the music concourse. What we will be doing is creating two taxi stands, one on each side, 
uh, at the entrance of the two museums. We've worked a lot with MTA to cite them so that they are where there is ADA uh, access and an ADA ramp. Uh, and, um, and we're excited about adding this opportunity um, to the people who are coming to visit the park. Um, and this, we've worked with the city attorney as well um, in terms of finding the, the best solution for doing this. This also authorizes us working with MTA to establish some other taxi stands in the park. Um, but at this point, this has really been the, the major focus of what we're doing. Um, with that said, I'd like to turn it over to Kate first and then Nicole um, to speak a little bit on this. Thank you. Hi, thank you. Thank you, Dana. Thank you, commissioners, for having me here today. I'm Kate Torn. I'm the Director of Taxis Access and Mobility Services for the SFMTA. And I want to be really brief. I also was very moved by that the last item. So just to acknowledge that and I'll be brief. I know it's um, been a long meeting or maybe has been. Um, and the um, I want to thank the um, staff. Our teams have worked together really closely and for quite some time to find a way to increase access in the park and to allow these taxi stands to be cited at these important locations. And having taxi stands in the park is a win for the taxi industry and has long been on the taxi industry wish list. And it's also a benefit to the community. Now with the taxi stands, if um, somebody comes out of the museum and there's a taxi in the stand, then they don't have to make that phone call and wait longer. There, there will be better access. And I want to call out that taxis do provide paratransit service, and that's a really important part of our program. And we have wheelchair accessible taxis. So I'm going to leave it at that because I think that will lead into my colleague Nicole Bond's um, comments and her presentation. And I'm happy to answer questions if there are any questions, but I want to thank the teams. Uh, so, um, I'm next going to introduce um, Nicole Bond. Nicole, would you like me to put your PowerPoint up? So, that would be excellent, Dana. Thank all you. All right, we'll see how I do, okay? No problem. All right, now let me try. We can see it, Dana. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I just try to make it a slideshow. Does that work? Yep. Great. Just Thank you. Thank say you so next slide when you're ready. <laughs> okay, perfect. Perfect. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Nicole Bond. I am the director of the Mayor's Office on Disability. Thank you for giving me a few minutes to uh, speak today. I have been working very closely uh, with our Recreation and Parks and SFMTA colleagues to assist with improving accessibility uh, issues as a matter of not just access compliance, but also disability equity. And so I appreciate having a few minutes to talk about um, this right now. So to uh, to the next slide, I just have a uh, few brief points to make. Um, so um, taxi stands improve access options for folks with disabilities. And so as Kate mentioned, taxis provide a majority of our paratransit service for people with disabilities in San Francisco. We know this, it would allow for accessible pickup and drop off, uh, which would be 
which continues to be extremely crucial as we look at options for how to continually improve and enhance access, uh, not only in Golden Gate Park, but in our park system generally. Uh, this, this is a critical enhancement. This would also provide an additional option for those who don't currently drive or have access to paratransit to uh, give them another option to be dropped off instead of bringing uh, cars or personal vehicles into the park. Um, this has been requested at, by disability advocates, including the Mayor's Disability Council, as this commission may remember the Mayor's Disability Council provided you with their resolution around accessibility and the closure of Golden Gate Park, uh, JFK Drive within Golden Gate Park, now JFK Promenade. Senior and Disability Action has also uh, advocated for taxi access and also members of the Community Living Campaign. And so just wanted to highlight that we have heard from the disability community about this as being of uh, great importance to a, a majority of those from the disability community. However, I want to also acknowledge that not everyone in the disability community does uh, feel um, that um, cars would, uh, through taxis, would be a good thing. And so it's also very critical that we continue to encourage uh, slow speeds, slow driving, appropriate driving behavior as we provide this accessibility service. The last slide that I have is just my general um, contact information. Uh, and so please do, I'm happy to work with anyone on this commission to answer any questions about access. And I wanna thank you for um, taking some time to consider today and that's where I'll stop for now thank you Dana do you have anything further or shall I go to public comment uh, I think you can um, actually you can go to public comment okay thank you is there anyone in room 416 who'd like to comment seeing none I'll move to the WebEx if there's anyone on the line who'd like to comment on this item you can dial star 3 to be added to the queue to speak SFGov TV do we have any raised hands no raised hands there, so seeing no further public comment, public comment is closed. Commissioners? Any comments or questions? Yes, Commissioner Hallisey. Uh, on March the 10th, uh, we had a joint meeting with uh, MTA regarding uh, the closure of JFK, and at that point, I, I said that I felt that it was as much a transportation issue as a recreational issue and I still believe that and I think that any additional transportation that gives more access options to the elderly and the people with disabilities is a win-win. Here, here. Thank you. Any other comments or questions? Seeing none, the chair would entertain a motion. So moved. Second. second. Moved and seconded. All those in favor? Aye. 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 So moved. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. We are now on item 11, general public comment. If there's anyone on the line who would like to make a general comment on items not related to today's agenda, you can dial star 3 to be added to the queue to speak. 
Do we have anyone with their hand raised? SFGov TV. No hands. Thank you. Seeing no public comment, public comment is closed. We're now on item 12, Commissioner's Matters. Commissioners, do you have anything? Commissioner Anderson, you have a oh, question? Oh, I would just like to propose that we adjourn today in honor of Robert Watkins retirement and naturalist Neil Fay's 95th birthday. I believe he's the oldest employee for the city and county of San Francisco. And when we get to adjournment, you may make that motion. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else? Okay. Is there any public comment on item 12? We have no one in room 416, so just asking about the line now. Well, we have Dan here. He's not no one, but he's not a member of the public. <laughs> <laughs> no hands. Okay, thank you. Seeing no further callers, public comment is closed. We're now on item 13, new business agenda setting. Commissioners? Don't see anything. Okay, do we have any raised hands for this item? Seeing none, public comment is closed. We're now on item 14, communications. Any public comment on communications? Seeing none, public comment is closed. We are now on item 15, adjournment. Commissioner Anderson. I would like to <laughs> move that we adjourn in honor of the retirement of Robert Watkins and the 95th annual celebration of Neil Fay's birth. He is our naturalist at Camp Mather and I think possibly the oldest current employee of the city and county of San Francisco. Is there a second? Second. Moved and seconded. All those in favor? Aye. 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 So moved. We are adjourned, and thank you one and all. Thank you.